stand and sit at where you are not supposed to be. Your life will go down. But if you don't stand there, you'll be blessed. But he's not talking about what you are not doing, but what you can do. So when you go into other scriptures, like Romans, it tells us, Romans chapter 8 from verse 28 to 30, tells us three positions God is getting every believer. He said the people that he predestinated, he called. He called. The second thing is that those he called, he justified. The third thing is that those he justified, he glorified. So you can see that in our birth. That's what Christ obtained. That he called us, he justified us, and he glorified us. And so we looked at that, and then we looked at the summary of Paul's. Paul narrating the summary of Jesus' mission in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, from the verse 1 to 8. And he stated that, uh, uh, and I will come back to that, he stated about some few things that he said there. The fact that Jesus died according to the scriptures. He rose again according to the scriptures. So putting the three t- t- scriptures together, we began to realize that you cannot walk without the cross. Today, I'll be explaining more on that. Last Sunday, I didn't talk. Now, I'm going to one of each one of them to explain what it means to walk with or in the cross. And I'll be explaining that. And then we also realize that by the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, he justified us. We were justified when he came out from the grave. And he gave us hope of power to remain where we are. And then we realize that when he ascended into heaven and took the seat at the right hand of the Father, he glorified us because the Bible says we are seated there with him. In fact, the Bible says that as he is, so are we. So as he is there, so are we. What does that mean? We'll look at that later. But today I want us to go deep and look at uh, the fact that we are walking in our, our calling. We said he called us the cross, we have to walk in it. So, we want to look at, I want us to look at two, two pieces of scripture, then we'll begin from there. First Corinthians chapter 1, chapter 15, the verse 1 to 3, and then Ephesians chapter 4, the verse 1. First Corinthians says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Now, last week we, we got to this place and we're talking about the death of the Christ always will remind the church of the cross of Jesus Christ. The death of Christ is symbolized by the cross. So anywhere the cross is lifted, it's talking about the death of Jesus Christ. So we see the cross in here. But look at what he said. He said in the verse 2, By which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you. If you keep in memory what I preached unto you. And then he said, first of all, Christ died on the cross, or Christ died according to the scriptures. So, one of the greatest ways to walk in the cross is to keep in memory, or to walk in, in, in the things of God, is to keep the memory of the cross. A lot of people don't know that 
whenever you forget the cross, you forget how to walk on earth for Christ. In fact, the cross is to remind us that he died for us. And why did he die for us? Then we see that in Ephesians chapter 4, the verse 1. I therefore, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. We are called to walk. He called us, those he predestinated, he called. He called us to walk in a particular vocation, in a particular calling. A vocation is a divine call. Every believer, the day you went to the cross for Jesus, you receive a call. When you went to the cross, you receive a call. They call it vocation, the divine call. The, the vocation here that we ought to walk, that we, we Ephesians 4 1 says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation, befitting the calling. Wherewith ye are called. We were called to walk in a certain vocation. In a certain divine calling. So God did not save us to walk our own. When you walk in the divine calling, then you are walking properly. You are positioning yourself well. Every believer has a work to walk. In the vocation, in the divine calling that is upon you. So walk worthy of it. Walk befitting of it. You can't walk anyhow. You must walk befitting of it. But you can never do that until you remember what was done on the cross. You see, any day you forget what was done on the cross, you will find it difficult to walk in the vocation where you are called because you need to understand what happened so that you can walk in it. If you don't understand that Jesus died for you, you will live your life anyhow. You will live a defeated life. If you don't understand the cross, if you don't remember the cross, you cannot walk continually in the vocation. And that's why Paul said in, in, in First Corinthians, that ye keep in memory what I have preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. Then he said, for I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins. Christ died. So the cross must always be before us. That's why we used to sing that song. The, cross, the, the world behind me, the cross before me. The world behind me, the cross before me. What, what, how do we sing it? I've been forgetting it. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. You see, these songs we don't sing again. That's why a lot of young people's feet are not properly aligned. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. The world behind me. The cross before me. The world behind me. And the cross before me. The world behind me. The cross before me. No turning back. No turning back. So, the cross must be before us. When believers forget about the cross, they forget about the penalty that was paid for them. They forget. So Paul said that you keep in memory that which I delivered unto you. I told you Christ died according to the scriptures. He died. So 
fed properly and walk to be blessed. One of the things you need to know is that you must walk with the cross before you. Amen. Not the cross on your neck or on your ear. Because there are a lot of people who are wearing the cross as necklace and ear. But it is not, it is not before them. The believer must always remember that you keep in memory. Remember. One of the greatest things sometimes I enjoy is whenever I'm, I'm remembering the day I was born again. Wow. I see, the, I see that day like darkness and light. I see the difference. I see what happened to me and I believe in the power of Jesus. That on that day something happened to me and changed me. When the cross is before you, people, you will walk well. Your walking will never be straight if the cross is not before you. So I said, we are called to walk in the vocation well with Christ. The vocation well with we are called. Christ has called us to walk. He didn't call you to walk anyhow. He called you to walk according to some will. A walking that is befitting the cross which he, he died on. Sometimes we need to ask ourselves whether the way I'm doing my things does it befit the death he died? Did he die that I will live like this? Did he die that I will do my things like this? Did he die that I will talk like this? Did he die that I will walk in such a dishonesty. He died. That I will do that. Then, then his death would have been in vain. But Christ's death is never in vain. And your life will never be in vain. So, to walk and align ourselves properly in the calling, we need to focus on the cross. Our calling as believers in Christ came to us at the cross. And we must always allow ourselves to walk with the cross in our view. You see, there are many things that can happen to you when you take the right alignment out of your eyes. If you are walking in a place which you don't know, you want to watch the road you are walking on well. Otherwise, you will miss your road. Or you may find yourself in a ditch. We can never walk in our calling as believers if we forget the cross. The cross reminds us that Christ died for us and that we ought to walk worthy or befitting of that vocation, the divine calling which we have. A vocation is a divine call and that is what we are supposed to. God called us to walk in it. The cross should remind us of our vocation. The cross is a symbol of our Christian calling or our Christian life. Can I hear somebody say amen? The cross is a symbol of it. Your Christian life is symbolized by the cross. And so when it is before us, we will walk well. May God teach you how to walk. But I want you to understand that we walk with focus on the cross. One of the things I, I like saying to myself is, I walk with the cross and I walk with the cross. Because even in your life, daily, Many time you notice that you are going to God for some, some cleansing or for some working on your life. You are going before the cross. Appeal to what he has done on the cross to work for your life. So the believer never runs away from the cross. The, the believer should never forget the cross. 
Remembering the cross makes you walk in your vocation. Second Timothy chapter 1, the verse 5 and 6 says something and I like so much. When he began to look at some of the things that are. He says, when I call to remembrance, this was talking about Timothy. Timothy as a young man. Paul is talking to Timothy. He says, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee. The unpretended faith. Your faith is not pretentious at all. When I call to remembrance the kind of faith you have, which is, which is not pretending, which is not fake, that is in thee. Which dwell first in thy grandmother, Lois, and thy mother, Eunice. And I'm persuaded that in thee also. So I'm persuaded of that faith. But when I call to remembrance, move on. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. You see, the remembrance he's talking here is that there are things when you forget, especially the cross, there are some things you can never get. There are things you shouldn't forget. One of them I will tell you is the cross of Jesus. If you want to walk well in this life, never forget the cross of Jesus. Because that is where all the things happen. Jesus walked on earth. He worked miracles. He did everything. He, 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 he raised the dead. He cleansed the leper. He opened the blind eyes. He fed the thousands. He delivered people who were in trouble. Demons. He did all that. But when they put him on the cross, that was where all the, all the show came. That was where he paid the price. All the other things he did, it didn't matter for you and me. Individuals got that. But when he went to the cross, you can never put yourself in remembrance of the cross. There are things when you don't remember them. Like Paul wrote to Timothy. He said, don't, don't forget this. That there was a hand that was laid on you. Otherwise, you will not be able to stir up the gift of Christ. That it is. So remembering things. Very, very important. Now, the vocation. When we have the cross on us, the vocation. In the vocation, our vocation calls us to work in three areas. I want to just discuss three areas. Where we have to work. When we put the cross in remembrance, there are three vocations. Number one, our lifestyle. In our lifestyle. Our lifestyle. Paul wrote to the Thessalonians in First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. Give lifestyle to somebody. Or your behavior. Our lifestyle. Our lifestyle is one of the vocations we are supposed to produce. When you focus on the cross, your lifestyle is one of the things you walk in. That you walk worthy of God who has called you unto his kingdom and glory. Walk worthy of God. Your lifestyle must be to God. So one of the greatest areas of a Christian walk is in our lifestyle. Say lifestyle. Oh, people want to see your lifestyle. You can't decide to walk anyhow. Your lifestyle must show God. You walk worthy of the God of God. God who is over you. Walk worthy of God. May people see you and see God. That's what the Bible is saying. Whatever you are, may they see you and see God. Listen to me. I believe that in the times that we are in, believers must begin to realize that something is happening in the world. See, I was listening to a certain man of God who, who, who 
is narrating things and proving to everybody that what is happening is a preparation for Christ to come. The Antichrist will be revealed. No, no, no. He's proving it, showing what is happening. If it is going that way, it means we are nearer the coming of Christ than anything. And that's why you have to understand that in our walk, we must walk to represent him. We must walk to show him. There are so many believers whose lives, the lifestyle does not go with what Christ is. We all need to look at it. This is the time we need to work on ourselves. Work on ourselves. Because if he's coming soon, what kind of church is he coming? The Bible says he's coming for a church that is without spot or wrinkle. It means if the church is like this and nothing happens to us, a lot of us will be in church, but the day Christ will come, we shall not be part of it. May God forbid that for you and me. Amen? But we need to understand that this is the time. Walk worthy of God. Your walking must represent God, must show God. And that is one of the places we must walk if we want to see the blessing. I like First Thessalonians chapter 4, the verse 3 and 7. That says something. It also says, for this is the will of God, even our, your sanctification. That you should abstain from fornication. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel, that means his body, in sanctification and honor. Walk worthy of God. Every one of us must know how to possess, how to keep this body. In sanctification and honor. Ladies and gentlemen, Sometimes when you are talking about some of these things in the church, like this, and the person is like sincere like that, we must keep reminding ourselves because listen to me. Jesus said, I will come like a thief. Every one of you will never come like a thief. We must keep remembering. When we focus on the cross, these are some of the things that we walk in. Because we must walk properly if we want to be blessed. I sometimes wonder why the church is not blessed, as we keep saying. Why some of the things? I mean, sometimes I wonder. The church, which is of Jesus Christ, we should be beyond some things by now. But sometimes when God looks at our talking and looks at our dressings and our things, which we put on the, on the facade, on the face, but looks deep into our heart, he sees something else. We don't represent him outside. We don't look like him outside. But I pray that God will have mercy on the church. We need to position us. Listen, the work must be in God. The work must, must, must be in God. He said, not in the last of concupiscence. Even as the Gentiles, we know not God. They don't know God, so they can do that. That no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter. Because that the Lord is the avenger of such. As we also have forewarned you and testified. For God has not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. Can I hear someone say amen? God has not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. God wants us to walk holy. God wants us to eschew evil. God wants us to eschew anything that is a fraud, fraud in our life. Because as a believer, you must walk there. We were called to walk in that line. Any other walk is not pleasing to him. Any other walk, we are not, we are not walking well. Any other walk is not the walk we should have. We are not aligning ourselves well. I told you that the walk is a position we, you take. 
position you should take as a Christian for your blessing is to align yourself to walk and represent God on earth. May God help you to do that. May God help me to walk there. May God help us. You know something, people? Okay, think about this one thing. You know something? Sometimes people let you fear them. One of the greatest things you and me have learned so far is hypocrisy. I, I understand now why Jesus said, "You treat them as you cold or hot. You are lukewarm or stew you up in oil." Why is he saying so? If if you are not born again, he knows. If you are born again, he knows. This two-way life is not what it is. Because in, in our time, in the days we are in, I think that the church has become more serious. The church must be more serious. See some of the things that are happening. They are indication that the church must wake up. We are, we are here. Look at the way people are so afraid about COVID-19. As if COVID-19 cannot catch you even on, in, on your, in your own house or in your... No, go and ask some of the people who got it. How they got it. See, some people were locked down. Yesterday, yesterday, the British government was saying that some people were, some elderly people were sick. They called it as children. They shielded them. They never went out. All these five months, they have been indoors. They don't even walk outside their veranda. They are indoors. They go and supply them with food. They keep it at the door. They come out and spray it before they carry it. They call them children. And yesterday they said they are lifting up the shield. Some of the people, one of the women said that she's a teacher. She doesn't know how she's going to do it. Now that they are lifting the shield, you go out. Now, what am I talking about? Most of these things that are happening should be telling us that listen, the world is coming to an end. And the church needs to be awake. I pray that you and me will be more awake. And that we'll learn to walk where we must walk. Some of the places we are walking, God does not bless us there. God won't bless you there in that walk. He wouldn't. He will not bless you. He's not compared to bless you when you are walking like that. Our walking must be aligned. The Bible says, walk worthy of God. We are called to walk worthy of God. If you put the cross before you, you will do that. But if you forget the cross, you will walk anyhow. That's why the Bible calls us to carry our cross. The burden. The burden. Carry your cross. Take your cross. Take up your cross. It's a burden. The cross is a symbol of, of shame. It's also a symbol of suffering. Many believers cannot suffer for Christ. They Christian cannot suffer for Christ. What am I telling myself? So if you cannot suffer for Christ today, look at what Jesus said. He said, if you cannot suffer for me today, me too, when you come before my father, me too, if I will deny you. So the cross will cause you to know that there are some things you must bear. Listen, no matter who you are as a child of God, you will go through some things. I wish you could look at someone and say, we will go through some things. 
things happening. It just happened. They were having a Zoom meeting. Reverend Professor Paul Manso was sharing with me preaching. He said something. He said, in the early days, Christians didn't believe that if you were a believer, you go through hard times or suffer or trials. So when you are going through something, then they say, hey, sin. So the writer of Job, Job lived in the time of Abraham. So this person went and took Job's story. Job lived in the time of Abraham. Took Job's story. That's why they keep saying that the book of Job is the second oldest book in the Bible. Because he lived in the time of Abraham. So the writer of Job had to settle the problem, controversy, by going to take Job's story and write it to let them know that a just man can go through some things. Are you understand what I'm talking about? Just man can go through some things. Listen, we all go through some things. We go through ups and downs. We go through hard times. Now, now, the fact that you are called must you what in the calling is that you must get ready to carry your own cross. If you are not ready to carry, you are not walking well. There are many believers today who can carry the cross. The smallest hardship, they will compromise their faith. Saying something, Ghana, we thank God. If you and me were living in the area of Boko Haram, northern Nigeria, and they were attacking the church, will you come to church? Look at our church, empty. Sunday, you see it empty. Yeah. Boko Haram had started attacking us in church. That means Sundays won't come to church. I was with the pastor in Nigeria. Kumasi, my wife and I, we came to Mr. Rastorobin, and we met him. I said, how is it? Let me see. CD. He said, the CD at noon, the music show, the place was packed to the top. He said, it was at the time they were attacking us. We were there for three hours, singing and worshiping God. Coming and walking and going. So we stop and say, This is not right. The time has come that believers must be very serious. We are joking with our lives and our faith too much. Yet we are not. We love him, we lie. The Bible says, We say it with our mouth, but it's not in our hearts. I was telling some pastor, I said, When COVID came, we saw, we saw, we saw. People who were who know God. You, you know what? Because anytime we preached and you were listening, and we said you didn't bring us offering, we didn't bring. Your tithe never came. Meanwhile, you know that we are working. You you know that we are paying uh, security men. You know that we are paying some bills. So if the cost of COVID now that you are home, your tithe won't come. You see, these are the things we need to address ourselves. I have decided that within this COVID, I'm going to preach some things I've never preached before. Because you know what? We should not be telling, joking with our lives. It is either here or there. Work worthy of God. For only what God can see that you would. Only what people can see that you would do. You are deceiving yourself. 
talking to somebody. No, no, no. The time has come. Believers must be here because these things are telling us. Listen, I heard a certain man of God say something to the alarm. I said, hey, he said, the Antichrist is coming soon. And for, then he said something. Let me not get too close. Get me to advance. He said, the Antichrist is coming soon. And for some of the things the man was saying, I laughed. He said, for those of you who are building, busy building houses and not giving your, of, uh, your, your offerings and your tithe, he said, very soon the Antichrist will take all the fish, will go away. He said, if I were the one, I would go and sell all of them and bring it to church. I laughed. I said, this is an extreme. But this is speaking to some people. See, whether we like it or not, this is speaking to some people. I won't tell you, go and sell your thing. Who is saying? But I think that there is a sense in what he's saying. That we have made sure that our own things we want to do are so preoccupying us that God has no place in our hearts. For a lot of Christians, in fact, in our churches, more than half of our people, if Christ comes today, they won't go to heaven. Because we are not what we, we are not walking where we should walk worthy of God. Say go and sell all your properties and give money. That is not true. But there is some sense in that. What is it? People are busy doing things, forgetting that if Christ appears today, all that they are busy doing will have no place in Christ. Am I talking to somebody? Work worthy. Work where you must be working. means whilst they were in life those that were taken were walking worthy of God where are you walking? lie down your heads and pray